We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Who knows right here with the Bulls after that fiasco. That's it. What a heartbreaking defeat for the Knicks. As the Bulls get some revenge after the Knicks beat them twice in Chicago. DeMar DeRozan with a clutch shot. Yeah, this one hurts. Yeah, the Knicks home balls continue now. Only 89 at home. Have not been clutch. And free throws the difference, Clyde. Knicks in the fourth quarter, 9 for 15 from the free throw line. Man, oh man. Um, What's going on, Knicks fans? Welcome to another edition of the KFS post game show. Um, I am filling in technically for John Macri tonight. And for those wondering, it probably has something to do with him ducking the smoke because RJ went off for 44 points tonight. Um, in all seriousness, he has a bit of a bug. If you've been paying attention to the KFS feed, over the past uh, 24 hours, he has a uh, he, he doesn't have much in him as is. Uh, and then some divine intervention happened and uh, RJ Barrett decided to have the night that he had. And I was hoping that we'd be able to have a little fun tonight um, and summon him for as little as we could. Uh, but the Knicks and missed free throws had other plans and we'll get into all of it. Um, here's the deal. Here's the deal. John Macri joins me now for as much as he can give me. Okay. I know you're feeling like shit. I know you, you, you've got a, a bug as what we'll, we'll simplify it as that. Um, that's one of the worst loss that losses that I've ever watched. Yeah, I, I don't have much. If it was if it was just RJ, um, I'm not even sure if I if I'd have come on. Uh, but uh, I wasn't going to leave you hanging to to try to talk about that one. That is, um, that is as bad a loss as I could remember the Knicks having in. Well, it's the worst loss I could remember the Knicks having. Uh, cause when you combine, we'll get to RJ in a second, but when you combine the fact that they're actually playing for something now this season, mm-hmm. uh, because of what they've done over the last three weeks credit to them for that. And then just kind of, I mean, Scrimes and Brunson on the line and the, Randall, two, the two guys that we've yeah. fallen for two yes. guys that have made exactly. so much of this winning streak. So you much know. of the season turnaround. With with the with a bunch of Randall free throws missed in missed thrown in uh, missed free throws thrown in you could tell I'm not right um, but 
yeah and and you you just hope because like you feel like this team is kind of building a culture where they're building one block on top of another block and they they got a lot of blocks on top of each other over the last few weeks but man to uh to withstand a loss like this after the last game, you know, it's now two in a row. And now you got Philly coming in, riding, I believe, a seven-game win streak because they won tonight. Um, you know, this this is going to test them. So it's it's absolutely devastating. I really don't have the words to describe it other than to say it's absolutely devastating. There's nothing to break down. There's nothing to, like, discuss. There's nothing to... It's just absolute devastation to lose like that. They had the game and they lost it. But RJ... Um, hold on. I have my buddy. I pulled my buddy out. Mm-hmm. Crowen is here. Um, Crowen was enjoying himself the entire night. Uh, that was, I thought, that was the best game of RJ's career, hands down. I, I, I remember the Miami game well. That was better than the Miami game. This was better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 44 points on 20 shots, but also I lost count of the number of plays, especially in the second half, as they were, as they were really, you know, they knew they wanted to run the offense through Barrett and they were keying in on RJ throughout the entire second half. Um, and he only ended up with four assists in this game, but how many plays he would be driving and drawing the help and he would kick it. And then sometimes it might've been a miss. Sometimes it might've been a kick to another kick, but he was, he was the offense for Mm -hmm. this entire game. He was the offense. And let me actually, let me give credit where credit's due. Julius Randall also had an outstanding game. 29 on offense, yeah, he was really, really good. 29 points, not as efficient as RJ, but um, when RJ wasn't carrying the offense, Julius was, and then Emmanuel quickly. And those were really the only three guys. Um, that was your, I mean, 44, 29, 15. The rest of the team couldn't make a shot, really. Jalen Brunson was shut down by Ayo Desunmu. Um, you know, I'm sure you maybe will get into some of those things tonight. It's now a couple of straight games where Brunson has struggled with length. Um, so that's a little bit of a concern, but man, what can you say about RJ? I, 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 well, awesome. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know somebody that could say something. Oh, yes. About Is RJ. He here? So here's the deal. Had the Knicks uh, taking care of business tonight. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I really was hoping that we could do this successfully. Oh, my God. This is going to be a bit of a comeuppance um, because you you obviously have some grow you have to eat, um, sir, for some, some, some apology have to give oh yeah the apology forms right yes because the apology needs to be as Long, loud as the loud disrespect as the, yes. there you john go. um and joining us now uh memorable and notable face from the kfs pregame show the rj stan if you want to call him of kfs singular mensa, RJ stan. mensa the floor is yours sir your boy went off tonight yeah I couldn't be more proud of what I saw from RJ Barrett tonight. And the best thing for me, like forget about how great he was on offense and the way like the team structured the offense around him. And even when it was clearly his night, he was the one who was scoring all the points. He still continued to look for Julius Randle. He mm-hmm. still continued yeah. to look for Emmanuel quickly. What, what, I appreciated most about this night is that it was the RJ Barrett experience in a nutshell. He had that pass where he throws it across court and it goes into the third row. You know, he has yeah. five foul, like five fouls. He, it wasn't a perfect game from RJ Barrett 
we can all agree that it was the best game of his career and still see that he's not at his ceiling yet. I think that we all got so down on R.J. Barrett. Even I got down on R.J. Barrett, not to the extent that a lot of people got down on R.J. Barrett. Um, yeah, John. Uh, I, I wasn't that down. I, but but I, I do want to ask you a question now, John. <laughs> yes, please. When you were at your lowest on R.J. Barrett, you said that you do not believe that he is the caliber of player that can be the third best I have player said that. on the championship team. After tonight, do you still believe that? Well, I want to... I mean, it's tough to it's tough to say no, right? Um, like, or it's sorry, it's tough to say yes. Um, that I that I do still believe that after a night like tonight, and it's not only tonight; it's been you know it's been a couple to, nights, yeah. Well, it's more; it's even more than that. Shout out to to Fred Katz filling in for me earlier today, um, uh, and had a, a great piece on RJ for the Athletic yesterday. Um, it's been building up to this, really. You know, I I don't know if there's a singular line of demarcation, but I think since they went to this starting lineup at the very least, you look at his numbers, you look at his efficiency, you look at everything like it's all there. Um, if counting stats are your thing, you know, it's there. So it's he's turned it around. It's, he is just. Um, he's just a really tough player <laughs> to evaluate because when he, when he's going bad, it really does look very bad. And that, but yet, yet you see a game like tonight and then and this is this is the best compliment I can give him. I think is you could you could see. I mean, maybe saw some flashes last year, but I, I I don't know if I ever saw them as clearly as this, where it's like a team could key in on him, right? And yet he's still going to figure out a way to carry the offense by through proper decision making, through obviously just making tough shots, and then the thing that Tom Piccolo wrote about before the season started, which is like, it's his one gift, but maybe that one gift is enough where it's just like, he can get downhill with the best of him. If he, when he makes it a point to get downhill, you, you can't really stop him. And then obviously the questions are, is he going to make the right decisions when he's going downhill? And is he going to make enough shots when he's going downhill? And tonight you saw both of those things in spades. We've been seeing more and more of those things. And then when you factor in, and I think you, you kind of hinted at this a minute ago, the, the patience you know, with with it's not always about I got to get to the basket as fast as I can and then make decision A or make decision B. It's like, OK, let me just get into my area and then I can maybe take a little time. And if I want to do this, you know, a little little kind of jump, jump hook thing, which he's been doing a lot of over the last few weeks. He has that in his bag. If he wants to just kick it back out and reset. He could do that. And I think we're seeing the more the patience, the decision making, all of the things are starting to come together. And it culminated tonight. And I just I, I'm, I'm I'm sick. Literally, <laughs> literally, and I'm also sick over the fact that they couldn't get this win after after that performance because he, you know, I thought he deserved it, and uh, and and I thought the team played well enough to win, obviously. Yeah, I think for me, this is the second night in a row that the Knicks were, in my opinion, the best team on the floor. And execution at the end of the game is just what let us down. Yeah. Um, but this is not. I don't want to spend too much time talking about how this game was a disappointment because we all know it was a disappointment. It was terrible oh to watch the New York Knicks miss four straight free throws Ugh. from guys who we believe. Like if you ask me if Jalen Brunson and Quentin Grimes were going to be New York Knicks for the next six, seven years, I would say yes, without a doubt. Oh, and like they, they're my, they're the guys, like they are the linchpin on offense and defense. So they've, they built up so much like social, like clout with us. 
for them to let us down and not like, eh, whatever. I know that's not who they are. And for me, I try not to live so much in the day-to-day result as much as, as the process. And I love, I love Quentin Grimes's process. I love Jalen Brunch's process. I don't expect that they would miss big free throws down the, you know, down the line. And I don't, and I also don't expect them when the Knicks are who Leon Rose and Thibodeau like want them to be as far as roster goes. I don't expect them to need to be the guys who carry us down the stretch. So I'm not too, I'm not too upset about the way we lost the game because for, I mean, the ending was. <laughs> I was oh, about was to say, bad? like, I, 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 I hear, what, I get what you're trying to say. I admire you for it. I, I'm pro. I consider myself process oriented more than results oriented, and I am. No, it, it's I, devastating. I, I, absolutely, I, like, I, I'm sick to my. I and just, just because of like, I feel like how NBA seasons go. But then again, you know what? I feel like sometimes fans get caught up in this stuff more than the actual players do. Hopefully they'll be able to shake it off, even yeah. as as devastating as it was. One thing, um, Jeffrey Ballone said on a podcast you did with the most recent one, where like yes. he's a Mets fan and he was yes. talking about how, um, we allow the ending of things to determine how the rest of it went, you know. And to watch R.J. Barrett have the game he had, for me personally, it's like. After all the shit, (laughs) everybody from every single corner of the people were saying he couldn't be. He wasn't better than DeAndre Hunter. And it's just like, what are we what are we doing? Are we it's just and that's why I try not to get so caught up in the game to game and the day to day, because, yeah, guys go through slumps. Emmanuel quickly went through a very bad slump. Quentin Grimes couldn't shoot the first couple games of the season, but that's not who we know these guys to be. And personally, I've been following RJ Barrett ever since he won the gold medal for a team Canada against the USA when he was 16 years old, a 16 year old kid was a winner. Then then went to Montverde as a senior, went undefeated the entire year, beat bowl bowl team and a bunch of other guys. Then he goes to Duke. He's an, He's a consensus first team all American and his team goes to the elite eight. And if Cam Reddish had a pulse that season, they probably would have won the championship. <laughs> and now he's with the New York Knicks. And it's and it's taken a longer time because when he was younger, he he always had strength about him. And now that now that he's an NBA basketball player, you don't have that same strength to dominate against these guys. But his process has always been he's always been a hard worker. He's always, in my opinion, he makes boneheaded decisions like he makes enough boneheaded decisions, but I appreciate his process because even tonight when he is, he's not shooting the ball 40 times. Like imagine if J.R. Smith had it going, how many shots would he have? Taken no, it was in it, one half. It was, you it know, was perfect. And like, and I think we've seen at times over the last few years when his shot has been falling or when he has, a, when he has a good stretch on offense, oftentimes it's been followed. And he's not obviously the only player as you allude to who does this, but it's been followed by a stretch where he is, does start forcing it too much. And that stretch didn't come tonight. There was, you know, maybe one, one, four shot there in the second half and that's it. Um, last thing I'll say, and I, I gotta, I gotta go lay down is <laughs> um, I, I, I think it's important it's it's going to be very important moving forward for him to to continue to be a more consistent or to, for for him to not step up. That's that's not what I want to say. But like a lot has been put on Brunson in the early going, right? And you know that's it's going to be tough for him to keep that up. And and maybe we're starting to see little signs of of him starting to you know wear down a little bit. 
Um, and so for RJ to, to be able to now step up and, and take a little bit of a bigger share and Julius has obviously been playing much, much better lately. Um, I think that's going to be key for this team and also, you know, how they navigate three. I mean, not to borrow the the term used uh, from these very bulls from a few years ago in a very ill-fated experiment, but like the three alphas thing, right? Like it's, it's tough to have three guys who are really true three equal shares of the, the pie um, on a team. Uh, it, it was on its way to working out tonight. And that's why I, I it's yet another reason why I hate that they lost. Cause it would be great if they could just be like, RJ had the best game of his life and they won, you know, to just nice and simplify it. Um, anyway, uh, Mensa, I'm going to go feast on this crow before I go to bed. Um, <laughs> that's probably what's making you sign. You've well, had to eat too much on. crow recently. <laughs> what? You were eating so I I stepped on Mensa's joke. You be you were your sickness is from the amount of crow. That oh, you that's true. Yes, the last good but I have to keep eating it now. I you have, have to keep, keep eating it now. Um, right. they are well on their way to making the three quote unquote alphas work, and they have throughout this winning streak. RJ's been good the entire month of December. He just needed to go for forty four tonight because a he had it going. B he was getting a whistle and understood it. All six of his threes were catch and shoot. Yeah, like. That happens when you have two other players that are creating advantages and they're kicking out. So, like, I'm glad that we survived the November and the October and the overreactions and all of the nonsense and the going through the Spurs roster and see if they would trade them for RJ. Yeah, that's gone. RJ Barrett is a productive piece of the New York Knicks. Tonight is a heartbreaking loss and a devastating loss. And I'll navigate my way through the Super Chat and hopefully play therapist tonight. But RJ Hive, Mensa, everybody that that was offended by the rhetoric around him. And look, this goes further than KFS. I know the thing called Twitter spaces when like Cam Reddish is the most talented player on this team. Why aren't we? Oh, yeah. Him this over RJ? Like this is more than just us reading the cold heart. Everybody numbers. like we were reading data and informing our opinion that way. Like this is now flipped the other way and you can give him his roses. So. There you go. John, well, feel better. Thank you. Mensa, you thanks. A- <laughs> thanks for having on. Thank you, Andrew. I have a good that. holiday. Have a good Christmas. Hopefully it's not, you know, over a bedpan, but <laughs> you know, will. have a have a good holiday, buddy. All right. Later. Later. Mensa. I was very happy for your boy tonight. I <laughs> I wanted this for him so bad. Oh, we all did. Man, this is uh this is I, I I need these losses to breathe. Like you're right about JB and talking about the 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 ending being such a punch in the gut that we forget the the way we got there. Um I'm able to enjoy that RJ had the night he had. Last two minutes of the game, I, like like the process, as you were saying. It's 112-112. And so remember like a month ago, I think it was the OKC game. Um, the OKC game where I clipped a video of RJ forcing like a triple teamed fadeaway jumper at the end of the first quarter. And Emmanuel quickly is on the other side of the court, wide open, just like with his hands up, like throw it to me and just like look frustrated. And I clipped it and it was like, it was a commentary both on like RJ's in a bad place right now, but also in like, this is a common thing that once he decides he's going to the rim, uh, that's it. He's going to the rim and that's it. And what you saw down the stretch, 112-112 with two minutes left. Hits Julius in the corner. Now, didn't turn into a jumper because RJ drove hit Julius. Didn't turn to a jumper. Julius recognized 
he could get him on the step. I forget who was defending him. I think but it was he Pat gets Williams. The, so he go blows by Pat Williams and gets an and one, nicks up 115, 112. Does it again the next time down. RJ drives, hits Julius in the corner. He misses a three. Um, the next time he drives, he hits the two to put them up three. There should have been the game. Or I forget how how many. There's so many missed free throws tonight. Regardless, the point being, I actually thought they were very successful down the stretch in executing. And it's why I the, like the first super chat kind of nails it. Um, forgotten him. Well, okay. It's not the first super chat. I'll go down to forgotten NYC. Death by a thousand paper cuts, second game in a row. That's what missed free throws are. Yeah. Like they're free for a reason. And it's like, I can't really blame the refs. I thought there were some egregious calls against the Knicks. That I call on Mitchell Robinson. It was, was hot yes. garbage. Hot garbage. Indeed. Oh my goodness. But I also thought like the Knicks were getting a friendly whistle as well. I thought like RJ was able, recognized he was getting a whistle and it's how you get to 44 points on 20 shots. You know, um, honestly, as, um, as an RJ, like Stan and conspiracy theorist, I believe that when RJ Barrett gets a good whistle, the referee's like, Oh, we're giving RJ calls. So we got to give everybody yeah, else the calls yeah. it, because how does DeRozan, I, I mean, I don't want to go too deep into it, but the DeRozan Levine oh whistle is every game for them. So it's almost like you have to go in knowing they're going to get, those calls it's not right i don't like it but like super like we've been dealing with it all season superstars get superstar calls it's not the reason they lost the game chicago was making every shot it was incredible shot making the knicks also didn't execute well in the first quarter of this game and at certain points like full five minute stretches of this game Emmanuel quickly could have played more than 21 minutes that's one thing i'd point to with and Tibbs. the three-point defense yeah like well i don't know where that came specifically, from specifically specifically mitchell robinson but he struggles against stretch five i thought i thought jalen brunson was pretty bad um they were targeting him you notice that too really i thought they bad. were consistently going to like oh this is the guy's guarding brunson okay we're gonna target him on this one yeah you for know? kobe white to light us up the way he did. Dragon had two threes. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I thought, I thought Jalen Brunson was pretty bad on both ends of the floor tonight. Um, Yeah. And that's why I'm not worried about this game because like the process, like, I don't believe that's who the Knicks are on defense. You know, like they just had an off night because I'm, I'm, shocked like shocked at how bad the defense was Quentin Grimes missed everything wide open and that cost me money as you know, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know like it, it's just I'm not worried about it and like the the one moment that I'm going to take away from this game is the baptism RJ gave Nikola Vucevic today yes and when the rep and then um when Chicago's like oh no it's not a foul on Vooch and the refs are like you're right it's not a foul on Vooch it's, it's on, on DeRozan it's on DeRozan <laughs> but the baptism counts exactly <laughs> the ba- yeah. exactly he was still he still went to church and got baptized mm-hmm. so like that's what I'm going to take away from this game is that it for me if I don't know how Christmas is going to go because the way Embiid is playing and the way Harden is playing like that team is rolling what I'm going to take from this game is this may have been like the punctuation on RJ Barrett. It in one night so far for this season has validated his contract, has proven that he belongs on the New York Knicks because I'm sure the conversation was, I felt the conversation was starting to shift in who do we trade? Like 
are we? Are, is it really the smart thing to do to trade Julius and keep and and keep RJ? Should we be looking at moving RJ and keeping Julius? Now it's like no, 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 no. You do not get rid of a 22 year old wing who is six six, about 230 pounds, six ten wingspan, can do it on both ends of the court. Shows you tonight what it's what what an offense looks like structured around him. He's not like when Julius has it going. Yeah, Julius gets a lot of assists by volume, but when he has it going, I I personally I people love his process. I still can't stand it. I think he makes decisions about a second too late. Uh-huh. And I'd like, argue RJ makes some pretty late decisions too, but I get I get what you're saying. But tonight, like tonight he had it going. Yeah. Do you believe okay, if 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 Julius Randle had a 43 point, 44 point game, do you think down the stretch that he's looking for his teammates or do you think he's going straight to the basket and trying to get his? I think we've seen him look for his teammates, actually. Down I, the I, stretch of a game? Yes, I think he he's very good at ah. penetrating and kicking. The, how many, like, the, the, the Sixer ah. game earlier this year, he found Obi for the go-ahead three. Okay, but what about the Chicago game when he got bailed so that's out? The, that's the one, that's a, that's a very, that's a 24-second example of him going ISO. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about like that entire fourth quarter. And I'm, I'm watching the game and I'm like, Julius, they are triple teaming you. Mm-hmm. Stop spinning into the triple team, please. For the love of God, give somebody else the ball. You know, and I didn't feel like I had that problem with RJ tonight. I felt like RJ Barrett, more than more than Ju- more than most NBA basketball players understood his limitations tonight. He knew that he couldn't cross tween and beat somebody off the dribble and take somebody through a double team. He passed the ball. He moved the ball and did not stagnate the offense. And I don't find that I have that in Julius Randle. Um, I don't want to make this. It always it always we cannot make this RJ thing. against Julius. Yeah, Julius and I don't want to make it that. tonight too, and he's been Ju- outstanding all year. Yeah. Julius has been great. I don't want to make it that. But what I'm saying is. Even when like it's rare, it is very rare that you have a player who has been like, think about it. Think about the year RJ Barrett's been having and all the noise and everything. And he hasn't like he hasn't had any ads and that kind of stuff. Like he's been trying to build his brand. It's obvious for him to have the game that he had tonight and not like say, you know what? F everything. I don't care about the win. I'm going for mine. For him to continue to pass the ball and the assists don't bear it out. He had like four, I think four assists. I'm not sure what his uh, potential assist looks yeah, like. Yeah, I tested. Yeah, I tested. Yeah. But he played. Didn't force anything. He did. And that's what I'm saying. Like he played like a guy who you can have on a team that is prioritizing winning. And that's who he's been his entire life. Not just his, not just his NBA career, but his entire life. He's been a winner. And this is the first not the first, but this is one of the times as a New York Knicks fan that I could watch a Knicks basketball game and say the Knicks are doing their best to feature R.J. Barrett. He had to fight for it, obviously, because he had to have the hot hand. I don't think that he's, you know, first in the pecking order, even though for a little while during the season and it still may bear out. He has the most field goal attempts um, per game. But tonight really felt like this was the R.J. show. And I've never and I and I and it's I can count on one hand how many times I felt that and we should have won the game and we would have won the game if we made free throws and the execution was there. So it shows that playing with RJ Barrett as a part of the offense is sustainable. Mm. And that's, and that's all that matters to me. Is this sustainable? And I feel like it is. Mensa. I, on, on behalf of, I guess the RJ hater crowd, if I, if I fall in that category, you know, um, well, regardless, I'm glad I was like rooting for tonight for, I tweeted it out. I wanted them to get the win for RJ, like for the struggles that he's had to completely rebound. And look, if this is who he is, he's Mark Teixeira, as Sean says, that he's just going to have a bad first month and a half of every season. 
So just activate him on December 1st, <laughs> like for going forward. Um, this still ends up being one of the more crushing losses with all the good things that we were ready to celebrate. And look, Embiid had 44 points tonight. Harden played great. They've won eight in a row over there's in chance, Philly. Yeah, there's a chance. There's a chance we're looking at three in a row. Three, in a row. three, three straight losses after that eight-game winning streak. And all the vibes. It's all of a sudden. Yeah, all of a sudden. Uh, Mensa, thank you for joining me. Um, I'm sure that RJ Hive very much enjoyed that. I'm sure others might not have, but there others might have to also eat some crow if they didn't. <laughs> um I'm not going to see you, so have a Merry Christmas, my friend. And, Merry uh, Christmas. Well, uh, we'll be in touch. Have a good weekend, Absolutely. buddy. Later. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, Knicks fans. Quick break to tell you all about WinBet, the official sportsbook of Knicks Film School. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards. Get in on all of your teams, players, and sports from the NBA, NFL, NHL, Major League Baseball, MMA, Golf, the W, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. Download the WinBet app now or go to winbet.com to start winning. That's bet $100, win $100 at www.wynnbet.com. Download, bet, win. It's that simple. Okay, now you're stuck with me and I'm going to get through the super chats of this very frustrating loss that Mick was also combined with a coronation for RJ Barrett, it seems. Shout out to our fine, our good friends, the fine folks over at WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit www.winbet.com to start winning. Sign up today to receive a special offer. You bet $100, win $100. That's bet 100, win 100 at wynnbet.com. 
download, bet, win. Not a great night for the betting and sweating crew, but that's uh, that's we were sleeping on RJ Barrett, unfortunately. So that's what's going to happen. We go to the super chat and forgot NYC worst choke job ever. Sickening. And it's who did the choking. Like Julius misses free throws. He's not a 100% free throw shooter. He's like a 75 to 78% free throw shooter. I have conceded or I go in expecting him to miss a couple every night. So when he misses four tonight, it's like, damn it, Julius, make your free throws. He's exerting so much energy. For Quentin Grimes, as Breen said, an 82% free throw shooter to miss two. For Jalen Brunson, who's been a hero of sorts to this franchise this season so far, to miss two. And like asked for the ball, wanted the moment, and then he misses two. For those two guys to be the reason that the choke job is the worst ever. It's it's sickening. It's frustrating. It's a gut punch. You feel for 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 those guys in particular. Thank you for starting us off. And then of course, Robert Cross. I was waiting for this. I figured this would be early too. Let the praise be as loud as the disrespect. RJ Barrett says hello to all KFS doubters. Only twenty two. Hashtag fifty three wins. I think the last time I hosted a post game show was after the Portland game. It was one of the games where he was horrific. And I was here for all the super chats, for all the comments. And I was like kind of glad I was going to get to do this game because it's like this turnaround he's had in the last month where he's gone from like people wondering, you know, Donovan Mitchell's coming to town next weekend. Uh, RJ looks worse than Cam Reddish. You know, I just like he's going to keep getting this until he turns the season around. And lo and behold, a month later, he has. Um, and they couldn't close the door. They, they, they couldn't seal the deal. So um, thank you, Robert, as always. Let's keep it going. Kevin Danishevsky. Absolutely devastating. But to be honest, not putting much stock into anything. Grimes and JB have been great from the line all year, except for, yes, Star J. Star J's back. I love it. I'm glad that we got rid of some of the other nicknames for for RJ. Um, that he was he was incredible tonight. He wasn't forcing anything. The fact that he did it on 20 shots. Like I looked up, he had 42 points on 18 shots at one point. And I think he forced a shot, and I was like, "All right, let's let's go into your game." And then, as you we were saying, the penetrate and kick that kept happening, and like defenses, he's been doing this for like a month now, and defenses have had to honor that, which is why there's now more space in the paint because they know that they can't just collapse on you, and you're going to put up a shot anyway. Um, he's got he's been so much better process wise, so um, got to give it to him. Brian Benjamin, I guess we're going to just ride the starters into the ground for the season. Short term, I love the effort. Long term, I don't think this is sustainable. Yeah, this is like the only like minor critique of Tibbs that I have tonight. May you quickly play 21 minutes. And when you're going to play a nine-man rotation... <sighs> see, start of the second quarter. Knicks had a rough first quarter, didn't look great. And I was actually like, I wrote down as one of my notes, like the bench brought them back in this game. It was quickly Hartenstein with a, with a rebound performance looked much better than he did the other night. Um, Deuce, I thought looked great on the defensive end, at least uh, Sims got a couple of big rebounds to get no points, but six rebounds tonight. And I understood there's just no offensive creation. And because RJ had it going, you wanted to, 
you wanted to at least balance RJ so you can't just double him. And then there's no, there's really no second option other than quickly, who I guess could have, could have. See, I hear I'm talking out both sides of my ass. I, I think quickly should have played more than 21 minutes tonight. Not, not sure who those minutes should have been for. I'm not sure if it was like Brunson should play five less or Grimes should play fives less. I thought this was a quickly 30 minute night though. That should have existed. It's also not the reason they lost the game and playing the starters into the ground, maybe fatigue. I will say this about Brunson. Like a lot of his shots were short and you could say he's struggling with length and you could say that it's an adjustment he's going to have to make. But like a lot of these shots are short, which show me tired legs and the free throws he missed. Man, I, I, I'm going to have to watch, go rewatch to see if these, those were short too. But I, we're at the point where um, they're in a nine-man rotation. And I, maybe this is why you need to upgrade like your backup option. This is also, and I'm, I really need people to hear me when I say this. This is where you miss an Obi Toppin that can give a, a spell to your offensive your offensive advantage creators in the in the front of the starting five. Like this is where Obi could play 22 minutes and just be a ball of energy for the entirety of it. Can play even 20 minutes and be a ball of energy. And you're not forced to play Julius close to 40 minutes and everybody like everybody else then sits sets in because Obi's more creative offensively than Jericho Sims. I mean, man, I I I agree with you, Brian, in theory that the, the, it's not sustainable for the season, but four free throws from two guys to shoot over 80% for the, from the field. And it's a strategy that worked. So thank you for the contribution, man. TK hush zoo. Thank you for the contribution. As always, my friend, how is free throw still a problem for this team? I don't get it. Anyways, Masterclass from RJ. He shut up a lot of Donovan Mitchell trade fans. He's here to stay. Absolutely. Um, I don't think I ever fully got over to like, I see my process with the whole Donovan Mitchell thing was like, had they made the trade, I would have been like, damn, that's a lot. Damn, they included RJ, but they got Donovan Mitchell. And then when they didn't make the trade at first, it was like, Damn, they didn't get down to the Mitchell, but that's a lot. And they got to keep RJ. It's then finding out they tried their hardest to trade everybody and just fumbled the ball at the one. And so I couldn't feel good about the process because they jumped out of an airplane without a parachute and just happened to land on their two feet. Um, but yeah, hopefully if you wanted Donovan Mitchell and you wanted RJ out of here, hopefully you enjoyed tonight. And hopefully RJ gives us more nights like this to enjoy. The next two comments sum it up perfectly. Steven speak Yame, shout out to you. Am I allowed to say your DJ name? By the way, I don't am I I I'm on a if that's what we should be calling you, then we'll call you that. What's what's the proper way to do this? But um I'll I'll give let you give me the go ahead before I do so. Steven speak Yame gotta hit those free throws. Next from Hannibal Miles, free throws. That's it. It's plain and simple. It's why they lost the game. Man, um, Mangu man next up. God bless whoever didn't see this loss coming. I didn't see a loss coming from see in the pregame. We were we were very much on the Knicks winning. I will say Chicago was making shots at an unbelievable. I, I will say unsustainable, but they did it for like most of the game. But like this is not the Bulls we've seen all season. They're hot the last three games. They've turned their season around similar to how the Knicks won eight straight. Um, they're playing their best ball right now, but I, 
I didn't see Jalen Brunson missing two free throws with the game on on the line, or Quentin Grimes missing two free throws with the game on the line. Um, I mean, hopefully you don't see a loss coming on Sunday either. Thank you for the contribution, Mongo Man. Uh, Greg Moran, I feel the same way I felt when Andy Circus said, I can't swim in Andor, and that's not a good feeling. Absolute gut punch. So I haven't seen Andor. Probably won't. But I'm assuming this was a devastating scene. And like you said, an absolute gut punch. So I will take your word for it. And I apologize that you had to watch that and this game and made the correlation. Thank you for the contribution, Greg. Um, <laughs> Hannibal Miles. Might as well let Mitch shoot them. Man. I Game on the line. Hit your free throws. Game's over. And we're celebrating... A win in RJ's best game of his career. Damn. Damn. Anthony Sixto. 100% gave that one away. Team start to game plan Brunson and adjusting. Curious to see how he responds. At least we saw MSG career type night from one of ours. Hashtag Claudio curse. Oh no. Hashtag 13 and 5. What did I do? Oh, I bet on him. That's right. I picked him in the pregame. That's my fault. Uh, See, hold on a second. I get credit for all the games that he went off when I picked him during the winning streak, too. Same thing for Julius Randle when I was riding the point rebounds and assist player combos. So the Claudio curse works that way. The, The Claudio premonition also works. Okay, Anthony, I it goes both ways as far as I'm concerned. Jesus, Daniel Carlisto, thank you for the very generous contribution in the super chat. Wow, just wow. Get Randall off this team. Trade him tomorrow. His defense is pathetic. RJ needs the rock. Nine minutes from McBride is a crime. Where was the second unit? Hashtag trade 30. I. Daniel, I appreciate the contribution. I appreciate the passion. I empathize with the frustration. Julius Randle's not the reason I lost the game tonight. Um, I also could have used more minutes from the second unit. I do think that it's really just quickly that I could have used more minutes from. Um, If Quentin Grimes and Jalen Brunson hit four free throws, none of this matters. Like How many minutes the second unit played missed free throws or missed rotations from Julius Randle, him not being able to stop two gifted offensive players in Zach Levine or DeRozan, whoever he was guarding. Um, I I thought his defense was not terrible. I thought it was at times poor, but I thought he also hit 29-12-3 tonight, like on 22 shots. He was their second best offensive player tonight in a game that they needed him. They needed all 20. He hit five threes tonight. You know, um, I thought he was he was exceptional offensively with, you know, 38 minutes. This is he's playing without a backup, a true backup right now. Um, but I, regardless, I, I, I feel the frustration, Daniel. So thank you. Thank you for the contribution. And I wish they had made those made those free throws so that way none of this frustration existed. Next up, Sam Garcia. I am retiring Stink Jay Barrett from my vocabulary. I hope you and everybody else that said Stink Jay Barrett uh, retires it. He's earned that at least. So, well, good on you for retiring it, Sam. Good job. 
Next up, say hi to the family, by the way. Sam, all the Garcias that chime in usually. Jarrett Spector, thank you for the contribution. Was it just me or was the Knicks shot selection down the stretch a main factor from this loss? I thought their shot selection, like they got good looks. They RJ was penetrating, and if he didn't get a whistle, he would pitch to whoever was open. Um, Brunson had a, a few few ISO takes that I wasn't crazy about, but he's made most of those this year. So it's tough to be like, you can't take those shots, Jalen Brunson, when you've been making these shots at an unbelievable clip throughout the season. Um, they were 15 of 26 from the line. Those are the shots that I'm frustrated the 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 selection Jarrett like I I can't say it enough four free throws from two guys that shoot 80 plus from this from the line all year and they overcome all of it any 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 shot selection you didn't like any rotations you didn't like four free throws like that's it that, that's the difference in the game um thank you for the contribution though uh, Jared I appreciate it uh cactus shack the big cactus. That's what it was called when he went to Arizona. Phoenix, excuse me. Team culture should include shooting free throws. Man, I, yes, I, the, like these are two guys that make them. Like that's the thing that's the most frustrating part about it is that Brunson and Grimes have made their free throws for the majority of the year. Like we weren't saying this on Sunday when, when Julius hits six straight free throws to end the game, it's just tonight they didn't, which is even more frustrating. Thank you, Cactus. That's a sentence I just said. Uh, Rev John Ortiz, what's up, buddy? I love my Knicks, but damn, they can't hit free throws. Frustrated. One highlight tonight was that my boy, Mason AJC, is hosting. I'll take me out to dinner later. Um, much love, my brother. Um, much love to you, too. Have Merry Christmas to you and the fam. Uh, much love to everybody out there watching. Much appreciated. Uh, Will Oliver, thank you for the... Oh, no, you're at the game. Thank you for the contribution. Currently leaving MSG. Don't have words. That hurt. I couldn't imagine being there tonight. I'm trying to think. What's the most devastating sporting event I've been to? Here, put it in the chat. The most devastating sporting events you've attended. I was at the last game at Shea Stadium. I don't mean to bring baseball into this. I haven't really attended a lot of basketball sporting events, so those don't really qualify. Yeah, last game at Shea Stadium is the most devastating game I've attended. Like, Metro tied for the wild card. They lost. Milwaukee won. So they lost and the season ended. And then as we were all like, damn, we blew another late season playoff chance. Then they had this whole ceremony for for Shea Stadium. It was like, oh, and by the way, Shea Stadium ended. It's like, I got a swing of emotions. Um, yeah, I, I can't imagine. Well, I, that's that's a man that hurts. Damn. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that seventy five percent of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. 
the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.